podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found Major League Soccer. Welcome along to episode two of season six of the MLS UK show. I'm Elliot Holman. And I'm Henry Hewitt. Uh, it's There's been a lot. There's been a lot to cover in the uh, last couple of weeks. Uh, we did a stoppage time episode just the other day. And I think people were maybe listening to stoppage time for the first time and saying, podcast wasn't very long. And you didn't talk about Montreal and you didn't mention New, New England Revolution. And what about Cincinnati? Stoppage time is just a little, just a little treat. Um, this is this is this is it. This is where we'll get stuck in. Yeah, we've actually had our uh, biggest figures in terms of a two-week period that we've ever had for the uh, first main episode, the season preview, and the stoppage time on mm. where we spoke about Apple TV and the playoff system. So thanks very much. Welcome to any new listeners or viewers. Um, Poppy put the down to the impressive stoppage time uh, stats to people thinking that she'd be on again. Uh, I said no. It's because we were talking about Apple TV. Yeah, uh, she will now be back next year. Where, <laughs> so she, she posted on like we we posted a graphic on our uh, on our Instagram, which basically broke down what was in the podcast, like the the running order of the podcast. Uh, she reposted it on her story and just put "don't care" over every single item other than the kit review. Um, so it was like uh, season preview. Don't care. Elliot's had a child. Elliot's got a baby. I'm like, don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's get review. Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, she was very proud with that one. That's she, pretty much how, that's how everyone feels. Like she's, she's echoing everyone's sentiment. Do you know when your partner thinks they've been funny mm. and they're waiting for you to acknowledge it? Yeah. And she was sat there on her phone. She went, have you been on Instagram <laughs> lately? I was like, no. Oh, I think you should go on Instagram. I put some on my story. And then I saw it. I thought, oh, okay, that is quite funny. Um, also, was, what, what was the text? that she did she posted what was that from you know that there was like a review of the show almost where was that um i don't know i don't know where she she just finds i'm sure she uh googles her own name because it said it was like a all the podcasts to listen to ahead of the new season and ours basically just said poppy does a kit review she posted (laughs) that as well and i was like there's more to the podcast than that i think it was a philadelphia based uh, uh, like a, a a Philadelphia fan who was like, "Here's the best podcast to listen to before the season." And yeah, she found it, and then when um, it's just mentioned me, so I'm the main thing. So uh, yeah, she will be back next year. So any Poppy fans, which apparently there's now loads, uh, I can't find it. It's on our if you go far enough on our MLS UK show Twitter, I think we retweeted it. Um, but if uh, any Poppy fans, unfortunately, she now won't be back till next year. But uh, hey. It's just us two, me and Elliot, and we're back for uh, episode two of the new series. I think episode one, two, four in total. Um, we spoke about Apple TV last week on Stoppage Time, uh, so check that out if you want to hear our review of it. Um, but sorry, another... sorry to interrupt. Uh, I've found a list of the thirty best MLS podcasts. Oh on, yeah, on uh, on the on Feed Spot, whatever that is. Nice. Number one is the official MLS podcast extra time yeah uh number two soccer today okay number three the total soccer show yeah 
Number four, Beautiful Game. Number five, MLS Aces. Okay. This could be embarrassing. Number six, MLS UK Show. Hey, does it mention Poppy? Uh, no. No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, I did notice, we will talk about MLS in a minute, but um, I, I get emailed like the charts, the, the podcast mm. charts, and we were, I think we were 33 or 32 in the Great Britain football ones. I like it when we're like number one in Egypt. That yeah. made my day when we were well, number one in we Egypt. We were one above Jamie Carragher's podcast, so... <laughs> That was nice. That says it all. Um, so, yeah, once again, thank you for everyone who's been listening. Um, Sorry, I interrupted. Do you yeah. Uh, so uh, we were talking about Apple TV. It's the second weekend of it. It's the first weekend where it's not been free to watch the matches. Um, it's still going good, isn't it? It's a few TV issues, but on the whole, still very positive. Uh, we had friends staying with us this weekend, and um, I, we were, like, having a few drinks, and, like, their kids had gone to bed, and we were uh, playing a few games, and I was like, I'm just going to... But Apple TV, they were like, oh, what's on? Like, have you got, a, like, are you watching a series? Or, uh, it's kind of a series. Um, yes. It's called LAFC playing their first game of the season <laughs> against Portland Timbers. You're going to love it. Um, but they were actually really impressed with it. And I thought that was interesting because this is like, you know, um, the guy Shane, he's like really into football and watches loads of sport, um, but had no idea about MLS and that it was on Apple TV. And uh, yeah, we watched that and it was, it was good. Yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll talk more about what happened this weekend in MLS very soon. But first, as we kick off every episode of the MLS UK show, every main episode, for those who are getting uh, confused with stoppage time, uh, it's time for the newly named mm. Anton Walks game with a changing name. Yes, lots of people uh, love the fact that we dedicated this game to to Anton, um, and of course, uh, we want to you know we want something that will. Uh, make sure that his legacy lives on. Uh, I'm sure there's probably bigger things in his career than the fact that he once appeared in this game. <laughs> yeah, well, it definitely. <laughs> Quite a few things. Um, however, it is a game where I read you the career path of a player who's played in the UK and in MLS. Now, this is someone I can't believe we've never done. There's not many. No, there's, I'm fast running out. Please send me your suggestions. Um, okay, so... This particular player was born in West Sussex okay. and uh, their career in the UK went as far as the likes of Staines Town, Kings Lynn. That's near you, Kings Lynn. Kings Lynn is near me. Yeah. I've also omitted one. They then moved to the USA. Right. They've played over 100 times for SKC. They've played for... Toronto FC, and they've played for Atlanta United. Hmm. I'm very confident I know who this is, because I think you've admitted another MLS team. Is that right? I have. Yeah. Uh, if you know, get in touch at MLS UK Show. You can comment on the video if you're watching on YouTube, uh, at MLS UK Show, Twitter, Instagram, and let us know where you're up to in the podcast. When you figure out who it is, we will reveal all at the end of the episode. 22 appearances for Atlanta. Four goals. Hey. Huge. But each one of those... They are a striker. Don't be fooled. <laughs> each one of those was a, a grand moment. It's I've not a goalkeeper. <laughs> um, right, we're going to talk about what happened this past weekend in MLS after a word from our sponsors. MLS UK Show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. And when you say a word from our sponsors, you actually mean... 
me and you. Uh, but we want to tell you about our very good friends and partners, Soccer 90. Uh, their store in Dallas, Texas is shipping worldwide some incredible MLS jerseys available this year. We know that because Poppy's told us that they're very, very good this year. Um, but you can get your hands on way more than just MLS. Uh, they've got you covered across the whole of the world. Um, some really, really top European teams available as well. Soccer 90 dot com go and check it out yes there's loads of stuff on there there's also premier league stuff if you want something uh if you're into embarrassing yourself they're selling uh, the manchester united home shirt uh Hot. after this weekend uh but whatever you want whether it be manchester united or any other uh, european team international teams or like elliot said the brand new mls jerseys if you get the checkout type in mls uk you get 20 percent off so it's well worth it thank you once again to our partners at Soccer90.com The MLS UK Show So let's have a look what happened this weekend in MLS and brand new to the MLS UK Show this year is we're not going to go in depth about every game uh, we are going to be going in depth about a few games but we're going to be changing it about every uh, couple of weeks and we'll be talking about different teams mm. Now, this week we have got to talk about the incredible start from St. Louis City um, another win their first home match 3-1 against Charlotte this follows the 3-2 win at Austin um, I, I I saw I didn't watch this live unfortunately it was on too late in, mm-hmm. the, in the night but I just saw the highlights I saw the majority of the game what an atmosphere and you know what I liked as well it was very English sort of feel to it because yeah. everyone was stood up yeah yeah, yeah, the, the atmosphere looked incredible. I know Taylor Twelman's been banging the drum <laughs> literally uh, for St. Louis City. Um, but yeah, there's just everything that you want a home opener to have uh, in a brand new stadium for a brand new team in MLS. Uh, and not only have they already won away at Austin in the first week, 3-1 win over Charlotte. Um, Klaus looks a player. I was just about to say that. He looks Timu Puki vibes for me. Yeah, well, Taylor Twelman said in the commentary when he scored that he, he kind of looks a bit awkward. And mm. I've, I, that's, that's kind of the word I was looking yeah. for for him. And you know what? Awkwardness, is, I can imagine, is so difficult to defend against. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because if you've got a slick striker or a pacey striker, you can work it out with him. I don't think you can work him out. He's got two goals in two games. Yeah. Do you know who... Uh, so I've said Puki for, for like a, a UK comparison. Um, he plays for really, Norwich, by the way. He doesn't really look like a striker. Um, but I would also draw a comparison with New Who. Yeah. Like, yeah. just just kind of looks so awkward, but somehow gets the job done. Yeah. Um, and I, look, I'm so pleased for him. Fantastic start. Top of the league. Yeah. Six points. <laughs> flying. Absolutely flying. And no one saw it coming, including me. So No. Um, so, coming up, they've got, uh, they've got some tough games, but they've also got games that we can really... Um, they can pick up more points from. Yeah. You know, they've got Portland away, which will be difficult, but then San Jose at home, RSL and Minnesota. So we'll see how, how much this, this goes on. St. Louis, I've got to admit, I, I don't see them ending a, a joint top of the uh, <laughs> the conference, I've got to admit, but I think it's been a very positive start. Lewin as well, who got the penalty. They're looking up front, they're looking really good. They've had a bit of luck, it's safe to say, with yeah. a few of the goals. Um, <laughs> but uh, but you've got to take them. And uh, yeah, Klaus's finishes have been class. They class, have been. Class from uh, Klaus. Class from Klaus. Um, yeah, I I just feel that over the course of time, I know that you know they're not going to play CCL, for example, so the, you know they don't need a huge depth. But I do feel that there isn't a lot of experience and that maybe come the summer could be 
A, something that they, they, they're able to fix by, by bringing in some new players. I don't know what their roster uh, gaps look like. But I also just think by that point, they're probably going to have suffered a bit with, with the congestion, playing back-to-back games on the road, for example. Um, but they have got that advantage in having their stadium ready. So many times we see teams have a stadium, but it's not going to be until August and they just play a load of away games. Um, even Portland did it when they had the work done yeah. in, uh, in their Providence Park Stadium. So th- they have at least got that home advantage from day one uh, and they made it count one from one at home. Yes, uh, and hopefully the fans can stick with them. I'm sure they will. It looked like they were all, you know, they, they were all dressed in the sort of purpley red that they play in um, that Poppy doesn't like, but we do. Um, but uh, yeah, it, it was. It looked brilliant, and I can't wait to actually watch a game. You know, when it's on a bit earlier, or whether I've got time mm. to to stay up later. But yeah, the highlights were were they looked brilliant. I tell you what, though, just a note on Charlotte. I know they've lost the first two, but Capetti's goal. He looks like he could be yeah. a right player. Yeah, no, I, I couldn't agree. It's it's very easy to start to try and draw draw um, you know comparisons and start looking at who's doing well, who's already looking successful. But two games played, some teams are only played once. Uh, you don't want to get too ahead of yourself. I think at this mm-hmm. point, you know, um, someone like Montreal will also be extremely disappointed. Um, but I think yeah, there's a long there's a long way to go. Vancouver have lost two one twice. Uh, you know. There's a long way to go, and I think at this point it's a lot more about performance. Yeah, uh, well, Capetti, um, I noticed he said it was uh, following up his uh, the wife, his wife gave birth to his first child, so he scores in MLS when Bryony gives birth to yours, Elliot. <laughs> you've got a lot to live up to. Well, I noticed um, that Facundo Torres did the baby celebration just days after we announced that Bryony was pregnant on the podcast. I could only presume that was for us. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. Uh, Charlotte have got Atlanta and Orlando next two games, so no doubt they'll pick up six points there. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, <laughs> uh, right, LAFC v Portland. That kicked off the weekend. LAFC's first <clears> match <throat> of the season after <clears throat> their game against LA Galaxy was postponed last week. Uh, Gareth Bale was there. They got the championship rings. They had the trophy there. It looked brilliant before the game. And then at half time, 2 0 up. Couldn't ask for anything more. LAFC were back. LAFC are back. Even Chiellini's getting in on the action. Yeah, who'd have thought he scored the first goal of the season? I know. Uh, yeah, look, it was, you know, obviously Vela with the penalty is never in doubt. Um, I I really enjoyed this game. Obviously, first one of the weekend that we got to watch. Um, interesting dynamic, though, because Portland, I thought, looked good in their, in their open, home opener. Uh, at Providence Park, I really enjoyed the Portland game last week, and they start. They were playing really bizarre possession football, really dangerous across the back line. And I just thought if they can get that hooked up a little bit further up the field, like they they're gonna be um, gonna be really impressive to watch. They got two goals away at uh, well BMO um, as we now have to call it. Um, but I, I, LFC are just they're just too they're too good. Uh, yeah, they'll be disappointed to have conceded a two at the end. I think three uh, nil, uh, but that's always dangerous because they were coasting. You know, yeah. they were playing very well. Um, Evander got his first goal in MLS for Paul. What a so, player, by the way! Yeah, what a player. That's a positive. Him and Competti scoring. I think a few of the players that have joined. You know, the what we're expecting a lot from have Hit scored early running. on. Um, and Paredes get the got the second. But uh, yeah, I think Portland this season is probably where I expect them to be. I think they'll be good at home. Mm. I think they'll be sort of. They'll be in and around sort of fifth, sixth, seventh spot. I don't think they'll be up at the very top. Well, uh, away from home last year, they they won seventeen uh, percent of their games. They're very much a, a home side, but of course they 
they did they didn't do that well overall last season no. so um i, I want to see better numbers from them this year yeah, uh, and LAFC, of course. I've uh, got the Champions League coming up. We will be discussing the Champions League uh, uh. later on in the podcast. Uh, they've got New England Revolution at home next week. So a nice little... I think New, New England Revolution played well at the weekend, but that's kind of a nice home game in between yeah. uh, two Champions League games for them. Um, right, let's move over to Inter-Miami um, versus Philadelphia then. Inter-Miami, two wins out of two, two wins at home, two clean sheets, which after some of the results they had last season is very impressive. Um, how do you rate, as, as Inter-Miami's uh, biggest fan, as we all know that you are, mm. being uh, an Orlando supporter, how do you rate their start? Well, obviously, everyone's um, replaying that goal over and over again. Um it's a tapping. Come on, guys. <laughs> Chest and a tapping. From... It's just a ta- he's just tapped yeah. it. Like, we could all score that. Um, no, in all seriousness, anytime you beat Philadelphia, that's a big That's a big result. It's a really big result. Um, I'm just taking a look at the stats from this game. I didn't I didn't watch it. Um, but when you're looking at shots at Philly with four shots on target, that's twice more than uh, Inter Miami had. It just so happens that both of them went in. Mm. Um, Philly, seven shots uh, off target. Miami only three. So, you know, Philly Philly were peppering the goal a little bit more, but Miami just with that little bit of extra quality and that makes people sit up and pay attention. It does. Um, you know, and the goals, as like you said there, I thought the first goal was an excellent goal as well. It's been overshadowed. Mm. But um, yeah, I think at the moment into Miami, they're in this weird place where, you know, I know that um, one of the Twitter accounts in the no Twitter accounts kind of tweeted a hint that Messi had to MLS was happening. Yeah. So I think into Miami are in this, kind of weird spot at the moment where they're like well they've got the start of a season but potentially messy for the second There's half so much space on their roster mm. that could just be filled by one they're going to need still need to move stuff around but it could still just be filled by one person um and i just think they they're going in they're going into battle with with not a lot in the hope that it's reinforced in the summer well, we're doing fine at the moment. Um, of course, they've got away games coming up. They've got NYC and Toronto. So those will be challenging. I think into Miami, for me, they will be a home side this season. They'll do very well at home, like a lot of MLS clubs do, to be honest. But, um, you know, it's a how they do away into yeah. where, if they're going to be comfortable in the playoffs or whether they're just going to be challenging it. But a great start. Uh, Josef Martinez, it is, it's been weird seeing him in pink, I've mm. got to admit. But... Um, but you know, he's uh, it was Jose versus Jose Martinez. It's just Mar- Martinez. Just it's not not been any different for me. Just playing for a team that I don't really like. So <laughs> uh, one thing I want to bring up actually, Jose Martinez, the Philadelphia one, mm-hmm. uh, was booked in the game quite early on, about twenty minutes in, because he, uh, I think, the ball went out for a throw in and then came back on, and inst- and uh, a new ball was thrown to the Inter Miami player, and Jose Martinez just dropped the ball on the the pitch so it couldn't be taken and he's but apparently MLS are going to be really into sort of time wasting tactics yeah, yeah. this year which I know the Premier League are looking at next season we've seen some bookings for it already yeah so what do you, is this going to be a good thing is this going to mean that um I don't know how will it affect the game do you think less stoppage time I guess it affects us in different ways because I want to see like in the World Cup I actually quite enjoyed that we're seeing more actual soccer we're seeing more mm. football um so i like that but i just think in terms of us having to stay up late <laughs> we're gonna be up later and later uh if it already finishes at 4 a.m it's now gonna be 20 past four um but yeah i uh i, I support it 
Yeah, me too. I think uh, I, I I agree with what you're saying. When it gets to the 85th minute, you're like, right, I can go to bed in 10 minutes yeah. and then it comes up. 15 minutes yeah. of injury time. Uh, it'll be fine. No one's going to score. <laughs> but as uh, this is the thing I say when I watch Bolton. You know, I'm, I'm paying to watch football. I'm mm. not paying for someone to be stood at the side of the pitch well, taking the, a throw in. The, the so time, it's the same with Apple TV. The time measured when, when you see how much is missing from the game because it's out for a throw in or out for a goal kick or the time the ball's out of play is frightening. Yeah. I had is. no idea until I saw those stats. No, and it's, um, yeah, and, and I do think, I think most of the time as well that the stoppage time is added. And mm. with MLS and the drama, goals are being scored in stoppage time. So I don't even think there's that much of a benefit. Right, let's move on. I want to talk about Seattle. Yes, brilliant performance, wasn't it? So I loved watching Seattle week one. Uh, stayed up, watched that and thought this team is going to be exciting and they haven't let us down this week. Uh, Jordan Morris again on the score sheet, Heber on the score sheet again, doesn't surprise me. Um, I haven't watched the game back yet. I'm excited to, I'm that sad. I'm going to watch them all this week over the, <laughs> over the course of the five days till the next uh, next game. But they they look like they're back. They do. I think for me this year is going to be the Seattle MLS Vengeance Tour uh, <laughs> after last year. Um, but yeah, they're back and they've had two games. Okay, Colorado and RSL at home, you'd expect them to win. But in both games, they look convincing. Mm. Okay, they didn't score four against RSL. It was just a 2-0. But they was in control of a game, got the goals, never in doubt. And as well, the two goal scorers, Jordan Morris, 3-2. Hebert, after his move from NYCFC, yeah. Two in two. It's clicking at the moment. Rodon's getting the assists as well. It's it's looking good for Seattle. Um, NYCFC are missing a striker. It just looks so wrong. It does, yeah. Uh, I mean, I know NYCFC needed to free up space in the roster, but, you know, I think the fact that he's gone to Seattle and, and he's doing well there is, is, yeah. It's not surprising, to be honest. But in terms of Seattle then, um, they've not got Champions League this year. They've got a straight run at MLS. Yeah. Could they be... Uh, could we see this vengeance tour? Could we see uh, Seattle really troubling uh, MLS Cup right at the end of the season? I think so because you've got Philly and LAFC who are both you know big players in this um, MLS Cup. They're both they've both got Champions League. We're going to come on to that. It's important with uh, with Orlando as well, which we'll talk about next. I, I think I think this gives them a massive advantage. Yeah, I think for supporters shield. Of course, when we get into the latter stages, I mean matches could p- make a difference. Mm. If you've got a team like Seattle last year who have played an extra what eight matches they ended up playing, yeah, um, that could make it take its toll at the end of the season. But in terms of supporters shield, I think the way Seattle have started, okay, they've got away games to come, and that'll be difficult. Seattle have always been strong at home, but. Seattle could be an early shout to win Supporters Shield with the way they're going, and uh, yeah, it just looks great. It look, I'm really happy for them because last year was it was odd, it was strange that uh, Seattle weren't in the playoffs. They had the Cascadia cough, but uh, I think they've they've got rid. Um, Vancouver have always got it, uh, <laughs> yeah, and they've carried that on. And Portland, Portland yeah, mild a, symptoms, yeah, have a sniffle at yeah. the moment. Uh, RSL, let's have a, a just a, a little moment, and then they won the first game at Vancouver. They lost then the second one at Seattle, but. Three points from two away games, they'd probably take that, wouldn't mm. they? Yeah, yeah. A lot of their points, uh, you know, came on the road last year. A lot of draws, a lot of ties on the road last year for RSL. Uh, I think 40% of their away games um, finished with them getting a point, which obviously is massive, mm. um, but they're going to want to start converting those to, to three points. Because if you if you take someone like LAFC and say, oh, they average a point a game on the road, 
they don't you know they they're averaging a lot more you know lafc come to town and you know you're in for a game so rsl need to now build on that from last year and progress to be a a, a bit more of a force to be reckoned with away from home uh, so let's talk about our teams then atlanta and orlando who have both had very similar starts two home games four points uh, we'll chat about atlanta first uh 1-1 against toronto for me, same similar story to San Jose. I, you know, concede first, come back and get get a result, which is great. But the amount of chances they had, they should be winning these games more, like more convincingly for me. Yeah, I, I think the you know the xG versus the goals that they scored um, or have scored, obviously. Um, averaging like one point five goals a game uh, in their first first two both home games. You expect more from Atlanta at home. Like historically, that's somewhere you don't want to go. Um, and I know I've mentioned Champions League. Atlanta don't have that to contend with. So I guess my question to you is, how much, how close to that best starting eleven were we at the weekend for Atlanta? Um, I think yeah, almost there. I think uh, the eleven is good. The eleven will get them in the playoffs. The squad as a whole might not do mm. you know there's a lot of games coming up so uh, they're gonna have to hope whereas last year it just seemed like everyone were dropping you yeah. know injuries wise I think they're gonna have to hope for a better season this season but you know some of the players that were, were playing of course um Rosetto got the goal uh Rosetto so he I mean he loves a long range shot <laughs> and I think we'll see quite a lot of long range goals this season from him but he looks good of course we've got Almeida who scored two against San Jose so there's players there there are some very good players the new guy from uh, who joined from Celtic a Greek player scored what was his name? Nailed it. I'll learn it as we go on. Um, but I thought his goal was a legit goal, to be honest. I think Atlanta should have won the game 2 1, but you know, that's maybe with my Atlanta tinted glasses on. Um, but no, I think uh, good start so far. I've, I've been impressed in parts, but uh, not overly convinced that we, um, I think we'll make a playoffs, but I don't think we'll go that far. In the playoffs at the moment. Um, Toronto lost last week to DC. They've now got a draw at Atlanta. So one point from two away games. They'd want more. But I'm sure they'll look at the point they got at Atlanta. And, and try and take stuff from that. I think so. I, I think the big one for me is is this Insigne um, injury. Uh, which obviously was, was picked up week one. And then it's just been a case of, is he going to be able to play? Yeah. When's he going to be back? That's some. That's a big, big player to be missing out on. Someone that Bob Bradley's gone all in on, of course. Um, so yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see what the ceiling is for this Toronto side because I, I feel like, you know, there's big names there. Yeah. And it, you kind of just feel like it has to work, but you know, let's get some. Let's see them at home in a run of home games. Let's see how they do. Yeah, I would. I'd say that. I think their home form is just like any other MLS team is going to be vital for them. Bernadeschi looks good. He's took his goal very well. Mm. I mean, that the build up to that was brilliant. Yeah. So if that's the type of play that Toronto are going to play, it's going to be very exciting this season because it started from the goalkeeper and it made its way up. So um, there are there's elements there for Toronto, but I think again, I think at the back, that's probably for me doesn't put them in that MLS Cup bracket mm -hmm. is the defence. Going forward, yes. Insigne gets back fit. They've got Bernadeschi and Insigne, two of two great you know, attacking players, two of the best in the league. Uh, Diamande got injured at the weekend, but he's also, he knows his way in MLS. So the attacking-wise, they, they look good. 
He's just at the back that I worry about uh, yeah, later on. So. Agreed. Um, Orlando then. Should we boo Orlando because he drew 0-0? <laughs> well, there's a little asterisk there, isn't there? Because um, probably five, six, seven starters uh, in this team at the weekend that uh, wouldn't be in my best 11, shall we say, um, because of Champions League, which we're going to get onto next. Um, so, the you know, big rotation. Still got a draw against Cincinnati, which... I think is big. You know, Cincinnati mm. deserve a lot of credit for the, for the roster that they've built. We we've both said we think they're going to be up there. Um, they don't have Champions League to worry about yet, but could have next year, of course. Um, and yeah, I just I just think getting a draw at home where they weren't good last year, by the way, um, it, it is good with that much rotation. And then you know, midweek game uh, against Tigres, easy, right? <laughs> Um, yeah, I think for me, this game was a game where both teams, standard for start of the season, both teams don't want to lose. They take a draw. Mm. You know, I got that feel from it. It was a very colourful match. That was another feel I got from it as well, purple and orange. But um, I want to ask you about Gonzalez, made his debut. Um, what do you think? Uh, Orlando fans uh, excited about this one? Yeah, well, excited about a lot of players, if I'm honest. I think they arrive with a pedigree. And we've spoken about this. They used to have uh, when Kakar arrived or Nani arrived, and we were like, yeah, we. We've seen we've seen these yeah. guys in the Premier League, and they're they're incredible. Um, and I and I think, oh, obviously not Kaká, um, but I, I think there's an element of the unknown for me with these players. Um, you know, I don't watch the Argentinian leagues or uh, the Mexican leagues, uh, the Brazilian leagues. So when these players arrive, you're kind of having to do a bit more digging around and dig a bit more research. Um, and so you know, the likes of Gonzalez and Torres arriving from Argentina. I, it's exciting and I think there's a lot there's a really high ceiling on this Orlando team and it's just a case of of getting them getting them playing up there at that level he's excited the start of every season he's excited and then come September October time he wants the manager to leave every single season so OG listeners to the MLS UK show will be crying out for us now going well why aren't you booing Orlando and Cincinnati because you know we came to MLS we didn't come for to yeah, nil nil draws not here for draws we're here for goals and excitement but after the weekend we would be booing half the league it yeah. seems uh, even with MLS's standards um, because New York Red Bulls nil Nashville nil Colorado nil SKC nil so we've given them all a buy should we reintroduce that we, we need to get a boo button on that, that machine you've got there yeah we can we can do that you know, Colorado let us, it was Chicago a lot last season it was I think you just started to get an eye for the teams that are going to keep letting you down so we'll see yeah uh, so those six teams you've been warned we're not here for nil nils uh, right Right, let's run through the rest of the results then. Chicago won, NYCFC won. James Sands back for New York yeah. City FC. Uh, Austin won, Montreal nil. Late goal for them, but they're off the mark. Uh, New England Revolution three, Houston nil. This game looked really cold, but um, <laughs> I can't decide whether New England Revolution were good or Houston were, were bad. I might go with any revs being too good in that one. Uh, Columbus two, DC nil. Zellerian scored two. Uh, FC Dallas three, LA Galaxy one. This was a bad result for LA Galaxy, wasn't it? Dallas game. Dallas scoring a lot of goals this season already. Yeah, the Dallas 
scoring club. I was trying to do a pun on Dallas Bias Club. And we move on. Hmm. Uh, San Jose 2, Vancouver 1 was the other result as well. Good win for San Jose. Um, so those that's what happened this week in MLS. Those are the results. Uh, how did your team do? How are you feeling uh, as your thoughts change from the start of the season to now on how your team will do? Get in touch with us at MLS UK Show. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok. Hello at MLS.show on an email. Or, of course, you can uh, write what you feel in the comments on YouTube. We I get an email every time there's a comment on YouTube. And I, I'm not going to... I'm going to want... You know, I don't know, easy for me to say. I'm going to be honest. I quite enjoy it. Yeah, me too. I'm enjoying uh, writing back to a few as well. A few people... Uh, when we were talking about Apple TV and uh, actually the playoffs, a few people saying we offended them by saying it's a very Americanized way of doing things. Mm. We didn't mean to offend, but you've got to understand from us in the UK, a lot of what MLS does is a very Americanized way of doing sports and soccer. Um, so yeah, that was the that's what happened this weekend in MLS. MLS UK show with Elliot Holman and Henry Hewitt. And talking about this week in MLS, uh, let's move on to a little uh, chat about Green Man Tips, which uh, we mentioned in our first episode. Um, a little project that I've started based on uh, just doing a little bit of research, spotting a few trends around MLS. Um, week one, we got one, only like all of our tips landed bar one. And what was that, Elliot? It was Austin. <laughs> I had Austin uh, not to lose. It wasn't even to win. It was not to lose. And of course, that game uh, was where uh, Kip Keller passed the ball to Jared Stroud, who wasn't on his team, and the most one of the most bizarre MLS goals we've ever seen. So we would have landed a clean sweep week one. We did land a clean sweep week two, um, and you get your first week free if you join Green Man Tips. Uh, it's our little Telegram channel. If you use the Telegram app, um, we just deliver your tips on a Friday for the weekend to the teams to back in MLS. More importantly, the ones to avoid. Mm. I'll let you into a little secret that we haven't spoken about. The teams to avoid last weekend were all of the Champions League teams. Right. And of course, uh, you know, when you look at the likes of Vancouver, um, Orlando didn't win, uh, Atlanta scraped by. Um, I, you know, I, I think I think that was also very important. Knowing who to avoid is just as important. Uh, but yeah, clean sweep week two. Uh, you get your first week free when you join. Um, it's £3.50 for a month. We made that on one game. Like, uh, you know, w- with a clean sweep every weekend, we're going to be doing just fine. Uh, so uh, just search Join Green Man Tips on Telegram uh, or um, find us on, on Instagram or, or Twitter at Green Man Tips. And uh, you can you can join via the link in our bio. The MLS UK Show. So it's time to play one of Elliot's games. We didn't get a chance last week because uh, it was already, I think, one hour 20 by the time we finished. Uh, but this week we're going to bring back um, an old favourite. If you're new to the show... Elliot brings a game to us every single time we do a main episode. Uh, We have had some classics, but there is one classic that is more of a classic than any of the other classics. This is the ultimate classic, and we're bringing it back this week. It's a higher or lower game. Uh, It's like the price is right. So I will give Henry a figure, and then I will ask him if another team or player, uh, a stat to do with them is higher or lower than the previous one. Uh, And because it's like the price is right, we call it the Jason Christ is right. Oh, I missed this theme. Oh, it's been a while, hasn't it? Uh, playing this weekend, 
this weekend, playing this week, is Henry Hewitt. Come on down. You're a bit rusty. We've not played it for a while. (laughs) Anyway, today, uh, it's all going to be about Atlanta. Oh, okay. Um, But it's going to be about Atlanta and the mileage that they rack up traveling around MLS. Something that I've been looking into uh, for for Green Man, actually, for some of our betting tips, is is the, the miles traveled by teams. So, I will tell you, for example, that when Austin is Atlanta's away game, mm-hmm. their destination, it's 819 miles. Austin, 819, right, okay. But when they fly to Dallas, is it higher or lower? Now, my geography on US and Canadian, uh, I know them, I know whereabouts they are, I don't know specifically where they are. Um, I know these two are in Texas, so I'm presuming that Dallas would be slightly further away from Austin, so I'm going to go higher. It's wrong, it's lower. 721. Uh, sticking with uh, sticking with Dallas, higher or lower? Houston Dynamo. Oh, um, higher. It's lower. Oh. Uh, we go again, it's fine. Uh, higher or lower than 702 miles to Houston. Minnesota. Oh, that's more central, I think. Um, I'm going to go lower. It's higher. Uh, you'll get one right eventually if we just keep on going. Uh, it's 908 miles. Okay. Uh, higher or lower than 908 miles. Let's go to LAFC. Higher. Well done. Yes. 1,937 miles from Atlanta, uh, crossing three time zones as wow. well. Uh, okay, how about, uh, what did I say? 1,937. Yeah. Uh, so how about Portland Timbers? Oh, that's same coast, but up. I think that would be more. It will be more, because it's uh, more of a diagonal flight, isn't it? Uh, it's 2,173 miles. I'm getting the hang of this now. But higher or lower than 2,173 San Jose. Oh, that's obviously the LA it? side. I think that'd be lower. It's lower, but only just. 2,114 miles. Those West Coast trips are just awful, aren't they? Never back a team (laughs) to travel east to west. Um, That was a terrible performance until the end. Well done, Henry Hewitt. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so my next main episode of MLS UK show, we'll have another game. And uh, yeah, we'll see how we... That's uh, a poor start. I think game with a change in names and doing well. Mm. Well, we'll see. Poor start to, to your games. Because you think you've got the game with a change in name this week. I you yeah, seem quietly confident. I'm quietly confident. Um, if you want to suggest a game that we play on the MLS UK show, or even a uh, subject for the crisis right, because... Um, who knows we might just stick with the crisis mm-hmm. right depends if Elliot can be bothered uh, at MLS UK show get in touch um, right before we look at this weekend in MLS we need to have a look at the Champions League it kicks off this week first legs this week second legs next week um, each MLS team is away apart from Vancouver so um, I mean Orlando obviously have probably got the toughest game in the Champions League. By a mile, I think. So I don't think their Champions League uh, uh, routes will uh, pass much longer. Um, But, I mean, would you rather be away first or home, or does it not matter? I don't think it matters. I think the bigger frustration for me at this point is it's so early in the MLS season. Mm. All of these other teams are a lot further further in, a couple of months, three months into their seasons. Um, So, yeah... 
also apologies for some of our pronunciations of these teams. Oh yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm just, I just think Orlando's is a lot, a lot harder. You've got like a real force in Mexico and some of the other teams are in Haiti. Mm. Yeah. It's, um, I mean, Tigres are second. I've just looked in Liga MX, um, and they've played 10 games. So they're, te- they're well, eight games ahead of Orlando. Mm. And it's the same with the other ones. I think it's, it does tend to be a Liga MX versus MLS for whoever's going to win. And traditionally, apart from last year, it was always Liga MX. Yeah. But, um, so I think MLS, the, the gap has gotten shorter. But for me, the gap isn't going to close until we have that, you know, until we bring it closer. Um, you know, Liga MX traditionally starts when it starts. MLS traditionally starts when that starts. So you're not going to change that. But I think in terms of maybe making it lesser, you know, later on in the season, but then you've got the heat. Mm. It's so many things go into it. Um, but I think LAFC are probably my pick to go as far you know, out of the teams that are in it. Um, I think they've got the players and in, in with Carlos Vea, Kalini, who have got experience of these yeah. big matches. He's big. I know Kalini's obviously not played in the CONCACAF Champions League, but he has played in the Champions League. He's won it. So, uh, yeah, I think um, I think LAFC are probably my pick to, to for MLS's hope, uh, if you will. Yeah, uh, well, you know, you've got Haiti, El Salvador, <laughs> uh, obviously Orlando uh, face a team from Mexico, Honduras, uh, LAFC um, play a team from Costa Rica. I, I think it's very much luck of the draw at this point, isn't it? Yes, it is. And um, it'll be difficult. I think it'll be difficult negotiating MLS with the Champions League. We've seen that before. But, um, you know, I think teams now are learning to do it. The teams are getting closer to Liga MX. So I'd love to see a few MLS teams go quite far. Mm. Um, you know, especially like Vancouver, for example. I think that'd be brilliant for them. It'd be such a, a you know, a great achievement. I but, think Philly could and I think LAFC could. Yeah, I think those are our two, the ones we're banking on. But I just think for me, LAFC, with that extra bit of experience, I think Philly are a great team, but they are very uh, sort of MLS heavy. I don't think they've necessarily got that sort of big game experience. Um, and that might come if they do well and, and win MLS Cup this year. It might come from that. But um, So we'll see. I mean, good luck to every MLS team in the Champions League. We, we loved seeing Seattle last year win it. It was, it was so good for the league. And, and then as a result, seeing them play in the uh, Club World Championships and potentially playing at Real Madrid, it never happened in the end. But, um, you know, I think the... As MLS grows, if we can start seeing more MLS teams in that competition, and I know they're planning on potentially changing it, which yeah. could introduce more MLS teams into it. But uh, yeah, that would be brilliant. So good luck to everyone. And uh, now it's time to have a look and see how the games at the weekend that could be affected, not in terms of actually being on, well, we don't think so anyway. Mm. I think the weather's kind of neutralised itself a little bit, maybe. But uh, in terms of actual, you know, these teams travelling, Vancouver at home, but the other teams are all away. How will it affect this weekend? Um, but before we do, just slightly, we need to have a look and see who won the predictions last weekend oh, earlier. I hate this bit. The first, it was the opening weekend of a season on the last episode we did them. Um, and I've got a bit of news for you, actually. Go on. You won. Ah, you know why? Because I've done all the research for Green Man. This is it. This season, (laughs) I think you're going to smash it because you have got that, uh, you know, you are doing that. You're actually looking into it. Whereas previously, 
you've just guessed. <laughs> uh, so last time, uh, you got quite a lot of outcomes right. For anyone who doesn't know, we do the predictions. If you get the right outcome, so let's say you say um, that Nashville would beat New York City FC, which they did, you'd get five points. If you say they'd beat them 2-0, you get 10 points. Mm. Uh, one correct score, you said Miami would beat Montreal 2-0. Uh, other than that, it was just create uh, correct outcomes. And you won 45 points to 25 <sighs> A drubbing. It was. Uh, right, so let's look ahead to this weekend in MLS. First game, it's Charlotte at home to Atlanta. Atlanta's first away trip of the season. Yeah, uh, Charlotte not uh, got a point yet. Atlanta will, I think we'll manage to get a draw. I think 1-1. I was going to say 1-1 as well. I stand by it. <laughs> uh, Vancouver v Dallas. <sighs> Vancouver back at home. They look good, good at home first week, but... Couldn't get the job done. Um, 2 2. I think Vancouver will win again. I think they'll do quite well at home this year. 2 1. Okay. Uh, Sunday morning, technically 12 30. Um, I'll be watching this in the back of my car, parked outside a hostel on a stag do. Wow. I'm sleeping in the car because the hostel looks so bad. <laughs> I'm going to put the seats down in my car, sleep in there. Sack the night off at 12, get in the car, get MLS on for 12.30. Can't wait. Uh, DC United versus Orlando. Um, well, I hope for your sake that Orlando win because it could be quite depressing. That sounds... What sort of a place are you staying in? It's called Leeds. Horrible. <laughs> uh, hey, Americans love it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> uh, go on, DC v Orlando. Um, I think... Uh, go on, I'll give Orlando a 1-0 win. I think with CCL, I think DC probably scrape it 1-0. Okay, NYCFC versus Inter-Miami. Inter-Miami's first away game. Mm, uh, 2-1 NYCFC. Yeah, I think NYCFC will win this. I do worry about them a little bit, but I think they've... Uh, yeah, they, they showed enough for me against Chicago that they'll, they, they should be able to win the home games. I mean, I don't know how because they're away but uh, I'm just waffling on until I give the prediction which is going to be 2-0 to NYCFC uh, Philly after the back of some uh, midweek Champions League action host Chicago normally you'd fancy them how do you feel now? I still do I think it'll be tough but they're at home and they're very good at home they continued their uh, unbeaten record um, from the whole of last season so they'll be looking to carry on I think it won't be a, another 4-1 like that one against Columbus was but I think they will win I think it'll be 2-1 2-0 for me Toronto against Columbus Toronto at home um, Wilfred Nancy will be quite pleased he got his first win he got off the mark against DC for Columbus but I think Toronto at home Insignia could be back so I think Toronto will win I think 3-1 2-1 Toronto for me uh, FC Cincinnati against Seattle um, this is a big game big big game I think 1-1 one, one. Uh, it's hard this one mm. hard to call I think yeah, I think you're spot on with a draw. I'd probably just go for the controversy and say Cincinnati win it 2-1. SKC v LA Galaxy. Mm. It's a tough game to follow up. These, are all, these are all hard. This is one of the hardest weekends of predictions we've ever done, I think. Um, SKC 2-1. I've said 2-1 for every game, I think. Mm. SKC haven't scored yet and they've only conceded one. I think they might be the new Chicago. <laughs> Uh, but no, I think uh, mm, I'm going to go 1-1, one, one, actually. 
Minnesota at home to New York Red Bulls. 2-1 Minnesota. 1-0 Minnesota. Nashville v CF Montreal. Mm. This is tough as well. This is really hard. This is really hard. Uh, uh, I'm going to go for a 0-0. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I think 3-0 Nashville. Wow. Uh, RSL versus Austin. Uh, this is 2-0 RSL for me. Um, 1-1. San Jose versus Colorado Rapids. Uh, 2-0 San Jose. 2-1, I'm going to go. Uh, and Portland versus St. Louis City. To round off Sunday, um, I think St. Louis have had a great start, but I think Portland win at home. 2-1, it'll be tight. 3-0. Uh, Monday, Monday morning for us, LAFC versus New England Revolution. LAFC, um, this, you know what? New England put in a good performance against Houston, so this isn't as... Uh, clear cut as you'd think LFC with Champions League I think um, having this still actually no I'm going to go 2-2 I'm going to go 3-1 New England really conquer calf let us know what you think at MLS UK show do you agree do you want to go up against me and Elliot and we'll give you uh, we'll score you on the point system uh, at MLS UK show or hello at MLS dot show uh, right that's nearly it for today's episode but uh, before we leave we need to round off uh, with the answer to the Anton Walks game with a changing name mm, so uh, I told you this player played for Stainstown Kings Lynn uh, SKC Toronto and Atlanta I omitted two teams from their career who did I omit Orlando City yeah and Norwich. Correct, it was... Dom Dwyer. Scores when he wants. Just not really ever up for it anymore. <laughs> uh, well done if you got that right. Um, commiserations if you didn't. We'll have another one on our next main episode. Uh, right, that's it from us. Thanks very much for getting involved. And once again, thanks very much for making our first episode of the season, our season preview, and our first stoppage time episode where we talk about Apple TV and the playoff system, our most listened to week in terms of videos and audio Um ever so thank you so much for that um you know we mentioned on the last episode that we kind of took at a quieter postseason um because of different things going on in our lives and to come back and have that response is very humbling isn't mm. it yeah yeah no fantastic love reading all the comments keep those coming um i'm not ignoring you on twitter i'm just still banned for some unknown reason no one's told me why uh, no one works there anymore uh and uh, yeah really love your interaction at mls uk show so um come and say hi come and let us know you know what you think what you disagree with what you agree with uh and let's just enjoy this season together uh, if you are enjoying it that much that you want to rate us on your podcast provider, then please do. But Elliot, there's one rule and one rule only. Five stars only. LA Galaxy style. Don't forget to uh, like and subscribe on YouTube and share with thousands of your closest friends. Uh, airdrop the link if you're at an MLS game. Just airdrop it to everyone <laughs> nice. and see if they watch it. Um, but uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with another episode of Stoppage Time. Until then, I've been Henry Hewitt. And I've been Elliot Holman. See ya. Podcast Network.